Knowledge is the fuel that powers intelligent buying and selling. So get a quick recharge with me, Ron Edwards, Master Sommelier and Director of Wine Education for Winebow, Fine Wine, and Spirits. Welcome to WineSmart. Today we're going to talk about two AVAs within the Santa Barbara Central Coast area, Santa Maria Valley AVA, which is overlapping the San Luis Obispo County line, and Santa Rita Hills AVA, which is fully inside of Santa Barbara. So let's get started in Santa Maria Valley. This AVA straddles two counties, uh, the southern edge of San Luis Obispo and the northern uh, section of Santa Barbara County. And it's part of several valleys that take advantage of the turn in the coastal range where the ridge lines now run out towards the ocean. And when they run out toward the ocean, they allow full access to the Pacific cool air. It's just short of 35 degrees north latitude, which is not very far north, which is why it's so surprising to see the climate it has. And it's about 70 miles northwest of the city of Santa Barbara itself. To the west of the valley is the actual city of Santa Maria and the Solomon Hills. And to the east of the valley are the San Rafael Mountains and the Los Padres National Forest. So if you like to hike, maybe you want to hike first then have wine. The uniqueness of the region is really going to be driven by the way those hills face and access to the ocean. So let's talk about that. The dominant factors are all related to the Pacific cold air. So the ridge lines allow a funneling effect. Actually, it kind of shaped like a funnel. And when warm air rises out of the valley, it pulls air from the Pacific. That Pacific is much cooler. And actually in the afternoons and in the mornings, it's fog driven. So you have this cool, damp, foggy air that dominates your everyday summer activity. There are two options in the valley. You're either on the bench land or you're off the bench. And the bench is the foothills of the mountains um, and they also border the Sisquak Riverbed. This land goes from about 300 feet above sea level all the way up to 800 feet above sea level for vineyards and then keeps going up as you go up the mountains. And the idea of the bench land is that you're either completely in the fog belt or you've climbed the hillside enough that you're on that line where there's a where there's a balance between the fog and above the fog. This is the foggiest part of the valley, which is a little counterintuitive. The bench sees fog in the morning and then it rolls back in in the afternoon. And um, so you only have a few hours of highly productive sunlight right there in the middle. When you're off the bench, you're now in flatter lands. Uh, it's more alluvial soils. The bench is shallow and rocky. That makes sense. It's the foothills of a mountain. So you have richer soils, you have fog that burns off faster and comes back in later. And so you have more sunshine hours and um, slightly warmer temperatures. But I wouldn't get too excited about it being terribly warm because this is a region that's surprisingly not warm. The combination of opening up to the ocean and that fog layer that comes in the marine layer every day makes this a surprisingly cool wine region. On the Winkler Climate Index, this is a region 1B. 1B would be like Dijon Burgundy, where the average daily temperature in the growing season is 60.3 degrees Fahrenheit. Or Marlborough, New Zealand, where the average daily temperature during the growing season is 59.7. Or like Geisenheim, Germany, 
59.4 degrees average daily temperature during the growing season. Or how about Hobart, Tasmania? That's a long way south. Their average daily temperature is 60.4 degrees Fahrenheit. And the last one, just to keep you in reference, is Nantes, France, which is in the Loire Valley near the ocean, and they actually are at 61 degrees every day average growing season temperature. So where does Santa Maria Valley fall into this? Well, 60.7 degrees Fahrenheit is the average daily temperature during the growing season. So it's not that Santa Maria is inherently cold, it just isn't very warm either. Um, kind of everyday jacket required um, some point during the day, even in the middle of summer. Bud break can happen as early as February, but we still have harvest in September. So this is one of the longest growing seasons in all of California. But the beauty here is there's no rush to harvest because this is also a dry region for California. The Santa Maria Valley averages 14 inches of rain a year and almost none of that falls during the harvest months, like 0.1 inches. So you can let the grapes hang and let them get ripe and let them overcome this cool, even-tempered, really long, not-so-sun-exposed growing season that is the nature of this area. That slow progress, that even-tempered attempt to getting grapes ripe is really ideal for grapes like Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Syrah. There are a lot of other grapes planted in Santa Maria Valley, but those are the superstars. There are actually 7,500 acres of vineyards in this AVA and 25 wineries. And some of them are really like legendary uh, for all of California wine. So the trailblazers for the region were Albon Climat, Biencito Vineyards, Nielsen Vineyards, and Rancho Siscoac Winery. The legends of the region as far as wineries are concerned are really Albon Climat and Coupe. Okay, let's turn our attention to Santa Rita Hills AVA. It's another Appalachian benefiting greatly from this transverse range that makes Santa Barbara what it is. This is fully within the county of Santa Barbara and covers 30,720 acres in all, not all planted obviously, and it's almost completely overlapped by the Santinez Valley AVA. Just a little bit of it over by Lompoc is outside the boundary. The AVA is bounded by the Purisima Hills in the north and the Santa Rosa Hills in the south. The eastern boundary is about four miles west of Highway 101, where there's a 90 degree bend in the Santa Inez River. And the western boundary is Highway 1 in Lompoc. About 3,640 acres, give or take a little bit, are planted inside the AVA. Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and then 18 other grape varieties. The majority of the plantings at this point are Pinot Noir. There are 59 vineyards in the Appalachian. And this area is really a product of development since the late 1990s, so a little over two decades of planting. So it's fairly young, but in this particular case, being young is actually kind of an advantage. Santa Rita Hills was first pioneered by Sanford and Benedict Vineyards and Sanford Winery back in the 1970s, actually 1971. But this recent uh, advent of more vineyards is really taking great advantage because they have the access now to more information about how to grow grapes and Pinot Noir and Chardonnay in specific 
in California and in this climate. And so they're using more modern trellising methods. They're, they have a greater diversity of clonal material available to them to plant and are using that to their advantage. And certainly they're also implementing modern viticultural research, which is giving them an advantage that they wouldn't have had four decades ago. Like their neighbor to the north, Santa Maria Valley, the valley funnels the Pacific air in. It pulls in the fog in the morning. It pulls in the sea breezes in the afternoon as warm air rises off the land and keeps this area that should be much warmer than it is a region one on the Winkler index. If you think about this, Lompoc has its average temperatures throughout the year are basically high 60s to low 70s in the afternoon and high 40s to low 50s at night. And that's like 12 months out of the year. So if it didn't have the ocean influence, how much warmer would it really be considering how it stays warm at night by relative to other places in the wintertime? As you head east, the valley narrows a little bit and there's a bend in the river, the Santinez River, which kind of abruptly ends the oceanic influence. So Buelton, just four miles further to the east, if it's 70 degrees in Lompoc in July, it'll be 90 in Welton. So there is a huge difference as you head east. It's like somebody shuts off the air conditioner when you pass that bend in the river. This is another place with that really long growing season, seven to eight months, which is amazing. So who started it? The region was pioneered by Sanford and Benedict Vineyards and Sanford Winery, and but the current superstars are still Sanford Winery with the addition of Sea Smoke Cellars, which is getting a lot of attention, and keep your eye out for Evening Land Vineyards. Go explore Santa Barbara County today.